All right. Let's, let's get, get into it. it. So it's Friday. It is. <laughs> it's coming out on Friday, but we're actually recording on Thursday. But my weeks and days and everything have been so messed up over Christmas. and Oh, it's just a blur. Yeah. Like what? It's my first day back at work, but it's not Monday twice now. I don't really know where I'm at. Yeah. This feels like a Monday. Yeah. Like this whole week has been a Monday. Yeah. <laughs> and and your Friday. Yeah. Today is a Monday and a Friday yeah. for me. And yeah. Yesterday was a Monday. <laughs> it's weird. But yeah, welcome to the uh, Warfighter Tobacco Podcast. And uh, for another episode um of knowledge yeah no guest this week but no. we'll, we'll work on more of them I'm, i think you guys enjoyed the gary brugman one um did you see right after we posted that uh donald trump reposted his uh when he gave him a pardon oh really like on donald trump's post oh, i didn't even know I didn't yeah and that. it was like because we asked gary how he heard about it right so if you want to see how gary heard about it he's on the other end of the ipad that is on donald trump's post it's pretty cool that's cool yeah so. <laughs> i mean it's if yeah whenever you have a president post something about you and it's not negative like that's awesome yeah like i i think i stand a chance but it'll be a negative thing at some point <laughs> but uh to have something positive said about you about a president or that's cool so yeah yeah and we had just talked about it so that's why i wanted to bring it up so yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway, so we'll have more guests later on, but it's just John and I this time. So, yeah, uh, yeah you can just tune out now if you uh, you only here for the guests. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but uh, today we actually are drinking because um, it is a Friday, even though it's a Thursday. Yeah. Well, uh, I got to work tomorrow. But. Yeah. Uh, but we're drinking a little a little Tully, Tullamore Dew, and I'm pairing it with a Warfighter uh, Victory cigar. Um, which is kind of our one of our flagship cigars, one of our, our super premiums. It's a Brazilian Matafina wrapper, Nicaraguan binder filler, and um, this is our fourth edition of it. Um, it's delicious. Guess what I did on Christmas? I smoked six of these. I smoked a first edition. Holy shit! <laughs> I, I think had, I have two. I had I had a, <laughs> I had a couple five packs in my my humidor, mm-hmm. so I brought them for Christmas and handed them out. So yeah. Jazz and Steve and myself. One other guy I didn't know. can't remember his name, and I'm sorry. And, uh, yeah, we all smoked him. So well, how did it taste? It was, it was str- oh, it, okay. <laughs> the first edition is good. Yeah. But when I first lit it, I'm like, this is bold as shit. Yeah. And then it, like, changed like it does. Yeah. Right? yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, it, it was good. It, it, it tasted like. How it was supposed to. Yeah. Like, even though they're, what? 2017 ish yeah 17 18 yeah so yeah yeah, it still tasted the same it was good wow yeah nice but yeah i don't have many more of those no so yeah (laughs) i know like we like warfighter itself keeps like an archive of what in whatever we've ever made yeah and so we have some in that but i had a, a couple in my personal stash i think i have one more five pack but we didn't realize that we needed to keep things we didn't until hindsight yeah we were probably three years in and we're like oh shit's changing yeah we're like oh yeah. maybe maybe we should keep those like yeah for something yeah. <laughs> so cigars and accessories that we've that have come and go we've usually kept you know like a 
for yeah. a what do you call it? Uh, a, a, a memorial? Yeah, <laughs> for, lack for, of for the accessories, word. it's definitely a memorial, <laughs> right? Sometimes oh. it's uh, not a good memorial. Uh, let's, I call it a one of each shelf. Yeah, and um, so anytime we're developing something new or whatever, we always have something to go back and look at. Yeah. You know, and, and every and every now and then we we lose the ability to get something, or say some company that was great sells to a big company and becomes terrible, and then we have to quit carrying that product. You know, stuff like that. Uh, or you know, coming up here, we have uh, another couple things that we're going to have to retire. Yeah. Uh, so we got some bad news from Pelican. Um, which we haven't ever gotten real good news from Pelican ever. Well, it's never been this bad of news. Right. Usually the bad news is like, hey, we're raising prices 20%. Yeah. Or um, or we can't. What was the other one? We oh, can't ship for six months. Or, or we're going to put a surcharge on every order because of tariffs. Like, Yeah, but it's not a price increase. It's a, it's a surcharge. It's a surcharge. It's yeah. different than the 20% price right, increase. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. But no, so this time they're actually discontinuing some stuff that that we carry. Um, and we sell a lot of. But not everything. So our rut case humidors, they're discontinuing the R20s completely. Which is gone. The, which is the smallest one that yep. holds what, hold eight cigars. Eight cigars. Yeah. Uh, but that one's completely going away. And then the R40 and the R60, the medium and the large one, they're discontinuing the tan and orange colors. Yeah. So we'll still it's have. only going to be black and OD green. Yeah, we'll still have black and green 40s and R60s. Yeah. Um, I'm scrambling to try to get a hold of as many 20s and 40s and 60s of the colors they're getting rid of as they can right now. And yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> you heard it here. Whatever our 20s are available, we we bought all that Pelican had. Or, or we are buying. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so if you see them and you want them, or if you want, I don't even know if we have our 40 tans or not right now. We have a couple oranges left. Yeah. Um, and that's and then we have yeah. black and Odie green. Yeah. And then oh, actually in forties we're out right now because Pelican has none. Yeah. And then twenties we have black and Odie green. Yeah. And I don't think we have any orange left anymore. Yeah, we have some R sixty oranges if I remember right. Yeah. So yeah. So if there's a one of those colors or sizes that you want, yep. Now's the time. So and uh but I mean, like we've always done, we're gonna be constantly looking for new products and and uh you know, new solutions to um humidor issues and travel humidors and semi-permanent permanent storage solutions um the the slow part of that is we're only going to release it if it actually works <laughs> yeah if it doesn't work or it's a shitty designer or whatever then it just dies in r&d yeah it's not something we're which i mean you can't see it but on the corner of the, <laughs> of the bench right There's there one two three four five six seven eight there's a lot of things that died in R&D. Nine. So, yeah. We have nine R&D products on the table right now that did not pass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Christmas is over. It is. Yeah. Um, did you get anything fun for Christmas? No, we didn't do a whole lot. I'm, I'm in a... Well, I guess I... Yeah, maybe... <laughs> I, I ordered myself some stuff. I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did a, uh, a a no presents Christmas. Yeah, with everyone that I I don't know normally come in contact with right. family, friends, yeah. everything across the board. No presents, uh -huh. um, and it worked out great. Except a handful of people are like, 
oh, I forgot. Right. <laughs> like, okay. Um, but other than that, uh, Christmas was great. I spent it in Arizona and uh, froze my ass off out there. It was cold Which shit. is uh, crazy. It's not usually how yeah. it is. Yeah. Um, but got to smoke some cigars uh, while I was out there. Um, we had an event at a hotel up there called The Princess. Not Warfighter. Right. Uh, we were, I was attending one. Yeah. Um, and I guess it's like a 65-acre hotel resort in Scottsdale, Arizona. And the whole entire place, all any outdoor grounds anywhere, is a smoking section. Wow. And that's very – I literally, I went to a bar the next day in Gilbert, and I was out on their patio having a cigar. And they're like, sir, you can't smoke out here. And I'm like, um, I'm outside. And they're like, yeah, but you can't smoke here. Yeah. I'm like, what the – but um, so uh, but at the princess, I asked. I'm like, hey, do you guys mind? You know, do you guys, can you smoke here? Like, how's this work? And the guy's like, oh yeah, here, hold on. And he hands me a menu. And he goes, flip to the back page. There's cigars on it. I was like, what? I'm like, yeah, we sell cigars. You can smoke anywhere on the grounds. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. I'm like, can I smoke my own? He's like, I don't care. So I open the menu and I look at it, and I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I think the cheapest cigar they had there was like thirty dollars. Yeah, and it wasn't a good cigar. Yeah. Uh, the most expensive one they had an Opus X, uh, and it was a hundred bucks. Um, and they only had like I think six or eight cigars on their menu. Yeah. Um, but so I gave the bar staff cigars and the people around me. And, yeah. You know, it, it was it turned out pretty fun, even though it was cold as shit. Yeah. yeah that's fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. For Christmas, we didn't do much because uh, we did, we went and did Thanksgiving up in Nebraska with right. my family. So, uh, yeah. But uh, no. And New Year's coming up. I think you're gonna go. I'll be in New Orleans. New Orleans, smoking cigars. Nice. Um, the uh, the only plans that we have is food. Yeah. In places that we can smoke at, and right. that's it. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm not mad at this at all. Yeah. Um, and then uh, it's gonna be really funny. Uh, I'm bald, bald as shit. And one of the guys going, Mike Harmon, is also bald as shit. Right. We ordered two pays, and we didn't tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> and this is coming out after New Year's, so I can uh, talk about it. <laughs> that's fucking funny. I can't wait. I, I don't know how it's going to work. I've never put a toupee on, so I don't even know if it's going to, like, I don't know how to attach it to my head. Like, well, I think you get, cups or no, double-sided duct tape, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> It's not um, like you're pulling hairs out. But he's like, <laughs> he sends me a message. He's like, hey, our Christmas present showed up. But I'm like, oh, God. I'm like, okay. He's like, we're going to have to style him. I'm like, dude, I haven't have like, styled hair or combed my hair in like 20 years. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Just, I think you'd be happy if you put them on facing the right direction. You know, I, I hope mine's like a Donald Trump. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is going to be really fun, though. But uh, we'll probably have pictures and all that fun stuff afterwards. So oh. we'll see how it all plays out. Uh, I, I like. I don't even know what color mine is. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that's going to be fun. Um, but yeah, so we got a couple of questions that came in uh, from listeners on previous shows. Right. Um, and uh, we didn't really get a chance to cover some of them just because of the guests that we had on. Mm-hmm. Um, instead, we were listening or hearing their stories instead. Um, so we'll kind of run down the list real quick, answer some of the questions that you guys had because uh, we don't want to ignore you, and then uh, we'll get into all the other fun stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, some of them are going to be super easy, quick. Um, like, how long should you smoke a cigar? 
until you're done. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's 30 seconds or two hours. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever you decide you're done with it, let's. I mean, okay. <laughs> so I think things I've seen before that made me wonder, right? I've seen people smoke to the label and then that's it. Yeah. The band, like, like they yeah. weren't, they weren't aware that they could take the band off is what it appeared to, yeah, be, yeah. to be. Um, obviously you can take the band off uh, and smoke the scar farther. Uh, I've seen some people like you included where you nub it down to like as much like, as I can yeah. burn in my lips. Like <laughs> the, the most I'll smoke a cigar is in, like, I'll hold the very minimum. And once I start burning my fingers, I'm, I'm yeah, done, yeah, yeah. right. I have like scars in, on my, in between my fingers from yeah. cigars, <laughs> just little burns that are permanently there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't. I don't go too crazy with it because I don't like a hot cigar. Yeah, yeah. And so I think when you get that short, I don't know how to keep them from getting hot. Right. There's. I'll smoke a cigar until I stop getting the flavors that I'm enjoying yeah. out of it. And usually that happens when it's hot. It does. Yeah. Um, but there's some cigars like the one you were talking about. When I get them all the way down, there's yeah. like a quarter inch left, and I'm you know, my fingernails or a knife in it or something. I'm still getting those flavors that I'm enjoying. Usually, I bet. Still getting the I bet that's usually a thick, toothy wrapper. Yeah, it, it typically doesn't happen on like a Connecticut yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. But this there's there's made. there's no right or wrong answer. No, it's if you're tired of if the cigar sucks, you're tired of it. Yeah. Or you're you didn't eat, you're getting fucking right. And you can always whatever. you know yeah. say you get halfway through it. And whatever you can set it down and come back later, it might not have the same exact flavors because yeah. it, you it's on a relight. And I think but. we covered how to relight yeah, the yeah. cigar, right? Yeah, knock the ash off and that. And yep. whatnot, so and I prefer soft flame over a jet. Yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah. Well, what's the next question? Um. Why isn't Warfighter sold world worldwide? Well, because we're not everywhere in the United States yet. So uh, well, once we master that, well, that we have to put all of our trust into some uh, a broker in a different country. Yeah. And yeah. Have to hold our inventory. Well, yeah, there's finance. Yeah. And yeah, the, but there's I mean, customs and imports and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, but if you do live in Australia. Yeah. Um, if you go to Garrison Supply Company dot com dot AU, I think it is. Um. They are officially our Australian importers. Yeah. And they uh, carry and sell our cigars. So if you're in Australia, yeah. you want Warfighter. Uh, yeah, look up Garrison Supply Company uh, and on Facebook, once, Instagram. Once they're completely, they're, are they up and Yep, running? they're up and running now. So, they had some payment processing issues yeah, just okay. like everybody else in this So we, 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 should, we should do some sharing on, on the, yeah, yeah, yeah. on yeah. our, you know, at least put it in the dealer locator for Australia. Yeah. The country locator, um, I guess, so. Yeah, they got a uh, they got some cool stuff coming up. Um, they're trying to build a community down there because there there really isn't one like there is in the states. Like, you know, when you walk into a, a cigar shop and people know each other and they hang out and they do random things on random nights, you know, all that kind of stuff. Like, they don't have that in Australia. They don't have a a cigar shop that you can per se go just hang out in. And why do you think that is? Uh, government regulations. Yeah, a hundred percent. They're 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 taxed pretty heavy over there. Oh yeah, and uh, that I think. You know, I I don't know. Are they in a big city? Are they in a they, they? So they're, I don't know, headquarters if you want to call it that is not in a big city. Uh, but they can ship. 
Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying that might be why there's not a big. But they don't know. They just across the board, they don't have cigar lounges. Yeah. Um, one of them is you can't really smoke inside. Right. So there's a couple of places that built like an outside area that you can like you go inside, you purchase whatever you want and you go outside and hang out. Right. But even then, it's, you know, it's hot and everything in Australia yeah. tries to kill you. Right. So <laughs> I, I tell you what, I am looking forward to our first warfighter event in Australia because right. I've never been. And I've hung, I've, awesome. I've hung out with some Australian dudes a couple times, and we are made from the same cloth. Yeah. It, their way of thinking, their type A personalities, from what I know, right. like, I'm, I'm all about it. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm about that life. Yeah. They're fun. Uh, and they there is a gun culture down there. Um, there's a bunch of people that, like, actually – it's interesting how they have to do it, but they can own guns. Yeah. Um, but it's very expensive. Uh, to like ammo is insane. Right. Um, but you have to shoot a certain amount of times per year in a a, a competition setting. Yeah. A, um, a judged match. Okay. In order to maintain your license. Um. And you have to store the firearms at the club, if I, I remember I, I right. Uh, maybe. I can't remember that exactly. Yeah, I don't yeah. Um, But I know, like, cigars there are very expensive. Yeah. Um, they range anywhere between $50 to $100, $150 a cigar. Well, Australian and, dollars. But it's not far. I don't know what the conversion it's rate is. It's still a shitload. Yeah. Um, I want to say it's like, here we go. Do you got Justin pulling it up for us? Maybe. Yeah. Uh, what's the what's the Australian what's the the conversion U.S. dollars to uh, Australian? Um, so it's uh, yeah sixty eight cents. Okay, well, okay, so you're looking at about thirty four dollars, right? For a fifty thirty four U.S. dollars is a fifty dollars. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's not. I mean, it's not good, but it's not uh, as thirty four eighteen. Damn, look at you. I forgot. <laughs> When it, when, when it comes to uh, the dueler math, I can usually do that. But yeah, thirty four for for a uh, for a warfighter down there. Uh, but it, I mean, yeah, their taxes are insane. We we <laughs> didn't charge them more. Your government did. I'm just saying. <laughs> I know, right? So we're we're not gouging Australia. No. So they uh, we were talking about doing a, a large order, like a very large order for down there. Um, and it came out to like a half million dollars in import tax, and we're like, okay, well, uh, let's let's figure out a different way. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do we'll do a lot of little yeah. ones. Yeah. But so one of the interesting things about how they do it down there is, uh, if you notice on their website, I don't know if you the well, if you're listening, you can't see this, but if you're watching, you can see it. If you're listening, they just have our blend cards. They have the the blend information about uh, each different cigar, but there's no pictures of cigars that are on there. Uh, and that's because of the Australian government. They're white label stuff. So you can't have the cigars, period. If you walk into a place where you can buy these cigars, they literally have a white label with the writing on it that says what the cigar is, but there's no cigar there. You say, I want one of those, and they go in the back and get it and bring it out to you. But it can still have the band on it? But you, but it can never be on display. Right. Yep. Until you buy it. So you don't even, yeah, and you have uh, no idea. You know uh, what I mean? It, it could be the wrong cigar, you know, but. <laughs> right. Yeah, um, but the boys on there, uh, Ben and Michael, um, are the guys that are running uh, Garrison Supply Company. Um, 
they're doing an awesome job. Uh, they bootstrapped this from the ground up. They went through all the legwork to get set up as an importer down there to bring everything in. Um, and uh, so we're standing behind these guys 100% on, on what they got going on. And uh, But yeah, they got their website up and running uh, and they're doing a bunch of cigar nights and stuff because it's not a thing that, that happens down there. Uh, like we talked about earlier on a podcast about our, you know some of our favorite lounges and shops across the United States. It's because they built that community yeah. of, of customers that come in, and that's what these guys are trying to do in Australia against all the regulations right. the government's putting down on them. Um, but yeah, um, but yeah, that's why we're not sold worldwide. That was a long answer for yeah, a and short that, question. That, that's one country. And every country, every state, every province, every whatever has different laws. Different. We're just not in the position to tackle all that yet. Um, once we quit running out of products to sell in the United States, we'll we'll seriously look at other countries. But uh, yeah, you know, we're growing, and it's hard to hard to grow in in a, in a international state. international where it's unknown, right? right? Like here, at least we can maybe. Well, and there's some countries that our brand probably isn't going to do the best in. Yeah, you know what I mean, like there's Middle Eastern countries that have a huge cigar, um, but there's those Middle Eastern countries I've had requests from which blows my mind oh is did you did they also tell you you won the lottery <laughs> right <laughs> well i had to send i had to send them money in order for them to buy the cigars but yeah. <laughs> but no i mean that is true um but uh like we've had a lot of requests for stuff in europe um yeah which uh yeah culture there's changing every day it's interesting yeah. Yeah, I would like to be in Britain mm-hmm. because we get a lot of requests from the Brits. UK would be fun. Yeah, UK would be great. Um, yeah, where else would you want to be? UK, Germany. Um, I mean, Australia. Yeah. And we're working with that. Uh, yeah, I mean, those are the two, I don't know, bigger-ish markets, if you want to call it yeah. that. Um, maybe maybe the Netherlands also, just because it's uh, it attracts a very good draw. Um, I'd, I'd I'd say France, uh, but all we would do is offend people the whole time. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah. So we'll move on to the next question that we got in here. Um. Let's see. Uh. What are what are our thoughts about dipping cigars in cognac, rum, or any alcohol? Um, it's just a wet cigar now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's not something I do. Uh, I don't really know. So they do. So some some people do it to, to enhance the flavors. Um, but changes. But I've never seen somebody do it on a good quality cigar. You know what I mean? I've never seen somebody. I, I have. Yeah. But it's been in an environment where all they sold was fancy cigars and nobody was really a cigar smoker. Okay. There's, yeah. And it's just something people hear about. I think I don't I don't know if it's not something I do, so I can't really speak about it. But if you guys do it, you tell us like what, you know, what, why do you like doing it? Yeah. Like, I mean, I just don't know you're buying that cigar you can do whatever you want to do with it. yes i don't care you can tear it up in a little pieces you throw it in a bonfire like 
I don't care what you do with it. Right. If you want to dip it in cognac and that's how you or rum or whatever and that's how you enjoy smoking it, go for it. Yeah. Like, do it twice. Yeah. And anybody gives you shit, tell them to fuck off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I, yeah. I personally, I will. I probably will never do that. Yeah. I just I enjoy the flavors that I get out of the cigar. Well, like, I don't know. It's. Telemer Dew doesn't do much of anything to yeah. a cigar. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that's why a cognac or rum might work because yeah. it's a little sweeter. There's more sugars. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Or, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Not sure. Or brandy. I make it sweeter. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I'm about to try it one day or not. <laughs> I, I mean, if, you're, if we're <laughs> thinking about what might work, I'm thinking like a, a wine. Oh, huh. But I don't know. Like I don't. I don't know. I've just. I've never done it. Yeah. Or like a port or something that's like. Yeah. Not a lot of alcohol, but a really, really like, like really flavor, flavorful. Yeah, right. Yep. Like Grand Marnier. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, if you do it, do it. Yeah. I mean, if not, then whatever. But. Just dip the right end in. <laughs> yeah, don't put your cigar out in your drink. <laughs> yeah, that ruins both. And it'll probably be hard to light if yeah. you dipped it first and then. Probably, yeah, I'd imagine. So. Yeah. All right, well, I don't know much about that one. Okay, next. Um, let's see. Uh, I'll save the best one for last. This one, um, it could be, we'll see. Uh, how do you maintain and grow the community and following that you have uh, as a cigar brand? Um, oh, without giving away any trade secrets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I think I think it's a struggle, right? Like to keep that. Like we're a small company, right? Yep. So if we're gonna put our efforts into that, then I think day-to-day work slides a little bit right you know what i mean so you know luckily we have justin he does a lot of the social media stuff for us uh which is nice uh but i think you know trying to be as engaged as possible but uh but yeah it's hard yeah. i mean like well, obviously you want to do that and then the other the hard part about the growing is um it's not like we can do any paid advertisement on social media yeah. we can't sponsor posts we can't boost posts um, yeah, the way the way we grow our social media numbers is from people telling their friends, yeah, or sharing our posts, yeah. or you know, word of mouth. Because the only, when we post something, the only people that see it are probably half of the people that follow us. I wish half the people that yeah. followed us saw it. So, <laughs> you know, like, we probably get five to ten percent of our followers that actually see a post yeah if you want to see and our that, post you have to search warfighter tobacco and that's just on the reach look. right that's not actual engagement or yeah you know anything like that that's now, just like it shows up on somebody's news feed because our followers are real followers we usually have really good engagement on posts. Yeah. so you know I'll, i appreciate that right um, but we are shadow banned like a mofo. Yeah. Because <laughs> occasionally we like guns. We like everything that they don't like. Yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, that's a growing. And, uh, but I think, you know, like going, when you go to an, uh, events, right? Like we're, we're very social. Right. You know, and I think that helps you build a relationship with the people. Uh, like I, I 
have new friends now after getting coming back from uh, Virginia. Yeah, you know, Same, every every event that we do. Yeah, um, like when I was up in Colorado at three D's yeah. at both locations, like man yeah you know yeah same thing with when we're in virginia yeah um you know we have guys that are going to come out from virginia here to san antonio just to come hang out Mm -hmm. because you know they might be in the area um but uh but yeah i mean that's the on the the community aspect outside of the social media side um because that's not the whole uh business model you know like yeah it's a good tool yeah um, but that face to face. Yeah. And it, I think, and I think being true to ourselves too, and not trying to, you know, like we, we've always had a saying, if you don't like Warfighter, we don't care if you like Warfighter, we love you guys. Yeah. Right. Like, but if you don't have to like us, like we're not well, everyone's cup of tea. No, no, we're not. <laughs> you know, like I'm sure, uh, now that being said, even if we completely disagree politically, religiously, whatever, right. I have a feeling that we can still have a good conversation and be friends or friendly. You know, we're not, we're not going to, I'm not going to push people out of our community. No. And and I'm I'm not going to judge you based on your beliefs. Just like I don't expect you to judge me based on mine. Some of my favorite conversations are with people that completely disagree with, with me. As long as I can have a civil conversation about it, like it's, I learn stuff. I hope they learn stuff. Right. You know, like that's, I love those conversations. Yeah. You know, if we could have somebody completely opposite of us and we will, if we will, we'll have those guests on the show and we'll try to have a civil conversation. Yeah. You know, I, there's no reason we won't. There's no reason we won't. <laughs> it's kind of up to them, you know. Like, hey, guns are okay. No, guns are bad. Well, let's go shoot something. Yeah, let's, let's go shoot see. Something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And then this brings us to the last point, our last talking point that we had for notes. Um, and this one I'm super proud of. Uh, the Underground Cigar Shop in Fort Worth, Texas, yeah. which is kind of like the mecca for boutique cigars. Um, we are. Uh, their 2023 number four rated cigar. Yeah, the, the night uh, so, shift. Yep, the night shift. So out of their top five cigars for the year, uh, we made that list and we're number four with the night shift. Which is awesome. Um, and I appreciate the shit out of that. Uh, that is when we're talking about that culture and community yeah. again. That's the place that I wish every shop would model after. You know why I'm, you know why we're proud of that one? We, we didn't pay for a rating <laughs> yeah, right you know what i mean <laughs> we've paid for some ratings uh and we, i don't even know if we've ever talked about we've those. never posted them <laughs> ever because it felt dirty right like yeah yeah it just yeah they yeah spelled everything wrong and, and they had uh, the wrong cigar wrong, wrong picture description. wrong yeah <laughs> you know but they rated it right they used our we sent in the, the notes that they use for their notes. And yeah, they asked us for tasting notes, and then they published exactly what we said. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, so you guys really rated these. Like, how do you rate a cigar and then not even have the right description or picture? Right. Did Like, you know what I mean? Like, did you actually And we weren't Warfighter that? Tobacco Company. We were Warfighter Cigars. They didn't even get our company. I know. Right. Yeah. It's like, so. did you actually smoke that? Yeah. Did you actually rate so, that? So when we get... When I get told by the owner of an underground cigar shop that, hey, you guys are number four cigar for the year, that made me so happy. 
And we had no idea. We didn't even know they. Yeah. No, nothing. Yeah. Didn't know they did top five cigars. Didn't know. Yeah. We were in the running. No right. idea. About no idea. Any of it. You no. just told me when it was done. I'm yep. like, oh, that's cool. Thank you. Yeah. So. That's super cool. I appreciate appreciate the shit out of that. Um, and speaking of underground, we have a little event coming up in uh, in March, March 9th. Yeah. Uh, it's NFG 24. I don't know when tickets go on sale, but if our listeners are in the Fort Worth area, this is. Even if you're not. Yeah, this you is should a, make your trip. <laughs> there's there's people that come from Alaska. Mm-hmm. There's people that come from all over the country, yeah, West Coast, East Coast, yeah, everywhere to go to this event. So if you are if you're wanting to go to a fun cigar event, this is a good one. And they're bringing the roast back this year, which is awesome. And it hasn't been for what three years now, four yeah. years. Yeah, I think it's been four. Yeah, yeah. Those I think three or four years. They so the name of their event is No Fucks Given. I think they gave a little. They gave a couple fucks those couple of years. Well, I mean, it was COVID. Well, yeah, but and the the but but I think city had a little bit. No, no, no. I think it was some of the other cigar brands may have had some feelings uh, I think about it was the one person in particular uh, about the roast. <laughs> about the roast. So the roast they used to go hard in the paint with the roast. Um, so imagine like old VH1 roast, like the, one of the most famous ones that's been going on, or Comedy Central, or is yeah. it VH1? I can't remember. Yeah, the, I believe it was Comedy Central. Yeah, yeah. Um, the one of the most famous ones that's going around, especially within the past five or ten years, is the Donald Trump roast, uh, which is pretty awesome. Um, if you go back and look at it or, and watch it, um, but they've had almost—I wouldn't say everybody—but they've had a. a a really large amount of people that they've done a roast for uh, through Comedy Central. Um, tickets go on sale January 20th at noon Central Time. So they sell out sometimes. Yeah. So you, if you want to go, you should uh, Yep. You should be on it. And it's just on their, their website, theundergroundcigars.com. Yeah, it's a fun one. Yep. But they're doing a roast the same style, except it is... Uh, brand owners and reps that get up there and uh, either roast everyone else or themselves or people in the crowd. Yeah. Uh, you know, Don and Chef, the you know, owners or, uh, and or employees of uh, Underground, nobody's really off limits. Um, but uh, everyone went really hard in the paint one year, directed everything towards one person. And, uh, yeah. and then that was... They took a little hiatus from the, <laughs> the roast after that. Um, you no, know, it's all it's all out of love, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's fun. Um, so, yep. If you guys can go, try to go. It's a good time. Oh well, one year there was a wedding. Oh yeah. And they they always induct somebody into the underground hall of fame. Mm-hmm. Usually a customer, right? Uh, it's either well, no, it's usually it's a. Uh, oh yeah, um, a, a broker, a rep, somebody, um, or a customer. It just depends. But they usually have a, a th- it's themed around usually a customer. Last year was cowboy. I don't, I can't remember who it is this year, but yeah, yeah. So it's fun. Good people. What else we got? That was it for notes, huh? That was it for notes. So now we actually get to talk about stuff. Oh, shit. I know. Um, 
It's uh, this is that kind of weird no man's land type of year, uh, in between Christmas and New Year's, where uh, it's end of year, so everyone's trying to wrap up all that stuff. Uh, Christmas is over, so the big you know sales rush and everything leading up to it, yeah, it's kind of done. Um, the weather sucks. Everyone you know spent all their money on Christmas presents and travel and whatnot, and uh, so now we're just kind of here. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, but uh, but it's still fun. It gives us time to work. Like it, we're working on, um, you know, finalizing all of our stuff for uh, our underground cigar. Um, got to touch back on that too of why this is such a fun oh, yeah. event. In order for a vendor to be there, they have to have either a new release or an event specific cigar just for that event. So you're either getting a, a first time a cigar has ever been released from a company or something they only made just for that event, um, and that's it. Uh, and you have the opportunity to purchase those from the vendors that are there. Uh, and then if you get their big ticket, you get a swag bag and yeah. a bunch of cigars and stuff like that. In so it. if for our listeners you've ever heard of like the Crayon cigars that we did, yep. offensive Crayons, that was an underground event cigar. Yeah, it was the Crayons. We did a QR code. Yeah. Um, what else have we done? Uh we have one that we can't talk about. One that we can't talk about. <laughs> this new one, uh, it'll be fun. So I think people will dig it. So yeah, this new one's going to be a, a limited family reserve. Yeah, it's kind of a jab at the fancy cigar guys. <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a good time. Yeah, it'll be. Fun. I can't wait. <laughs> uh yeah what else is going on what's uh what else we want to get into uh who should we have for yeah we got to get more we got to get reps and other brand owners we do the show Uh, um i got a couple of mine that are local that i think we could probably get yeah uh, that'll work out really i want to get tom yeah uh he'd be a good one yeah jenny lynn that'd be shit show it will be jenny lynn's be fun. fun it'll be a shit show yeah jenny lynn needs to be on here mm-hmm. um sam yeah sam so yeah we'll work on that uh we got tpe coming up maybe we can line up some some interviews there uh we yeah. got our our travel uh podcast thing we can take with us too that's true try to get some we got shot show coming up yeah we got TPE coming up. We got PCA in March. A couple months after that. Yeah. So, yeah. A lot of trade shows. It's going to be fun, though. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh, maybe we can yell at Pelican while we're there. I'm going to. <laughs> like, hey, I'm going slap to. him around a little bit. Like, wake up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Have we talked about Nicaragua or the factory at all? Um, I don't know. If in what sense? A little bit. Have we deep dived into the the factory? No, we can, we can for a little bit. Yeah, open up that can of worms, <laughs> right? I mean, I don't care, right? It, um, so when we started, we used uh, oh, the first year we used a middleman. We didn't even know where the scars were made. Well, I don't even think it was the first year. I think it was the first like six months. Yeah. They were Dominican. Yeah. I know that. Yep. That's all we knew. Um, uh, 
and then we we went through uh placentia yeah yep and uh for the most part placentia treated us pretty good yeah um i got no beefs with placentia at all no other than we were so placentia as a factory i think i heard they do like 30 percent of the whole industry's cigars yeah. So now Placentia has its own brand. But before that, Placentia went for years and years and years and years. Over 100 years. Of just making, manu- other, people. making other people's cigars. Yeah. They were a, a manufacturing and, and producing and yeah. growing and, and all that. And uh, so when we when we linked up with them, I mean, we weren't even a tenth of a percentage of what they put out. So they can make uh, about 300,000 cigars a day. Between their Honduras factory and their and Nicaraguan, Nicaraguan factory. And, um, and so that's a lot of cigars in one day. Yeah. So like at the time, our orders, they would, in theory, they'd be done before lunch. Yeah. You know what I mean? The problem is there was a waiting list. Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and we didn't have a lot of pull. Uh-uh. So we were yeah. a very small fish in a very big pond. Yeah. We were like a goldfish in the, in the Atlantic Ocean. Like, so if you had, if you had to put, so... When you when you talk factory size, usually it's how many pairs of rollers they have. Oh shit! I don't know. Couldn't even so thousand be, between the two factories, thousands. I'll, I'll bet you they have probably a thousand pairs yeah. between all their yeah. their locations. Because there's some rooms that we we would walk into rolling rooms, and you, I mean, there's got to be three hundred pairs. It could have been an indoor shooting range, like a hundred yard range, easily. Right? Yeah. Like, and and a hundred yards wide, yep. damn near. So they have huge rooms of people rolling cigars. Yeah. You know, and so the problem that what we ran into with Placentia is, you know, from the time you order a cigar to you get it delivered, you have to age the cigar. You have to get in line to get it made. You have to, you know, there's a lot of logistics. There's a lot of logistics. And then Placentia, we had to outsource our boxes to another factory yep. that wasn't Placentia's factory. Yep. And so we would get in line for the cigars to be made. They'd be made. But then they couldn't be packaged because the box factory yep. dropped the ball. And so one of the first things I learned about Central America was manana does not mean tomorrow. <laughs> manana means not right now. Yeah. And so I would go to the box factory and be like, hey, when are these going to be done? They say manana. I'd be great. Go back to the next day. The next day, they're like, no, we said manana. I'm like, it is fucking manana. <laughs> and they're like, no. You know, so that's what, you know, so I learned that right away. But that delayed us quite a bit. And then, uh, but it just got to be where, you know, we would expect them. We were told it'd be about 150 days and it ended up being 220 days or more or sometimes, more yeah. sometimes. And so we had to we had to find a smaller factory. And so now we use Esteban Carreras factory, yeah. Tabacular Carreras. Uh, and they have about 30 pairs of rollers. Yeah. Depending on the week. Yeah. Yep. And so and now logistically, everything works out quite a bit better for us. But we also have a, a whole lot more freedom. Yeah, we get to go to the factory and and like when we went to Placencia, we could we could control like the blending, but then we didn't have outside of that. There wasn't a lot we could do. We had no control over the tobaccos, no control what they were, where they came from. Yeah. It was what whatever what they had. Yeah, um, we had no control over uh, being able to do small batch, right. limited run stuff. Right. Um, and and once again, it also comes back down to the to the tobaccos. Um, you know they they have access to a, a shitload of tobacco. They really do. You can get almost whatever you want, but you can't go hand pick. But it's allocated. 
but you can't go handpick. Like I can't go to to Oliva Processing or or Prosa Nica, Nica right. Prosa and go down there and and go buy tobacco and be like, hey, yeah, we're gonna use this. Use now. this, yeah. They're gonna be like, yeah, no, that's that's not how this. No, <laughs> but that's what we do now. Yeah, uh, so we 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 can go find good tobaccos and stockpile it and have it so we don't run out and uh yeah a lot more control right and uh freedom flexibility it just feels it feels like our factory when we go yeah it you know it doesn't feel like we're in somebody else's house in somebody else's house it feels like our house yep right and so um gonzalo is our guy down there and i love gonzalo and he does a great job for us and and uh and uh craig owns the factory uh and uh treats us very well i think so yeah uh, we're very grateful to be there and uh happy it's working out the way it is now so yeah that being said i don't know you know someday we might come out with one cigar from another factory or something just to, yeah there's you know there's a lot of we, uh, we, have a, we can't yeah and we have a lot of friends in the industry that have factories now yep. you know where we didn't when we started you know i know and so you know, like I'd be interested in doing some collaboration stuff to try to figure figure yeah. out that sometime. So we'll see. I just, I think it would be fun to sit down with somebody else and blend a cigar. Mm-hmm. Um, just because the you know everybody's palate's different, everybody flavor yeah. flavor profile is different. You know what? We're fortunate enough that um, when we're working on new blends, we're both looking for same, the similar things for the for the end goal of that cigar yeah um because when we set out with the blend we have an idea up front and then we're getting that to the the you know the best possible flavor profile strength whatever we're looking for at the end uh but sitting down and working with somebody else that's been doing it for years and probably has a completely different process than we do i think that'd be so fun yeah perspective right right like everybody has a different perspective just from their life experience so yeah so i think uh Maybe that's something we'll look at at some point. We're not right now, but it's something we're open to. Uh, yep. But yeah, no, the factory's great. Uh, we always go to, when we go down there, we, we're pretty self-deprecating and uh, don't take ourselves too serious. So I think the workers appreciate that. Uh, we go and try to have a little bit of fun with them. Yeah. Uh, you know, and uh, I've tried, I've banded, we've packaged cigars, yeah. rolled. My favorite, <laughs> my favorite thing to do in the factory is to get everybody that's working there laughing at us, at us, at not us. with us, not yeah, at us. <laughs> like these gringos. Yeah, yeah. Look, look at these fucking idiots. Yeah. Get out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> You're slowing me down, sir. Yeah. Yep. But, but yeah, and then I'm still I, I'm sticking with the hotel that we stay at when we go there. Aquarius is a cartel front. Yeah, we probably shouldn't say that, but I it, I don't know what else I don't think the cartel be. or Aquarius is going to listen to this podcast, but <laughs> probably not. But if you want to stay in a great place, for, <laughs> go to Aquarius. Yeah, for fifty bucks a room, like it's it's yeah. it's awesome. Breakfast included. Yeah, good food. Yeah. yeah, so so it's across the street from the prison, but don't let that. <laughs> yeah, like when you're pulling up to the place, you're going to be like, "Where did these guys send us?" And then the gates open up, and you're like, "Holy shit, this is awesome! <laughs> this is like a, a five star resort." <laughs> <laughs> yep. But uh, I don't know what else we got on the factory side. Going to the fields—that's always fun. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, one of the fields that one of the farms that we use um, is an all-female crew. Um. 
the lady who runs it uh, has degrees in tobacco, for lack of better words. Uh, she went to school to learn how to grow uh, tobacco to, uh, you know, to its best capabilities. Um, and then the uh, all the workers that they have, they're all females. Uh, so when they're climbing in the barns, hanging leaves for drying, it's all females that are climbing in there. Yeah. Um, you know, doing everything. It's awesome. Um, yeah. And in Central America, that's not really a uh, a thing um you know it's rare yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's still uh, very big gender roles in central america they haven't quite got to uh but I, but the the weird part about when you're there is like you when you when you're from the outside looking at it you're like holy shit like they treat their women kind of a little different right yeah but the women are completely okay with it. It is just well, part. They don't know any better. Well, it's, no, I don't know if it's they don't know any better. It's part of their culture, though. Like I'll, I'll bet you, because they don't, if they knew, if like, do you think though? Well, yeah, because you got to think the ones that can that are uh, like have gone to college, are educated, that have traveled, have been around yeah. the world. They don't live there anymore. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? They're like, oh, oh, yeah. yeah. No, uh, uh. But it's <laughs> what well, I guess my point was. They don't seem unhappy. In the role that they are in. Yeah. yeah. Everybody seems, I'm not everybody, but for the most part, it's a happy There's country. a couple miserable assholes down there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, we, like, you know, we, we won the birth lottery by being born in the United States, but, um, but everybody seems pretty, yeah, pretty chill down there. I like it. Yeah. Never, never was in a position where we had issues. Yeah. Where we felt afraid or, no. Nope. Yeah. We felt lied to a couple times, but that was on the business side of stuff. I don't think. I think we were. I don't think there was. There were no feelings involved. Yeah, in that. they we they were. We were just straight lied to. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But uh, yeah, I guess I don't know what else to talk about this this one. We yep. Uh, Want to wrap it up? We can do that. Um, I mean, everything else that uh, that I had to talk about, it just. Yeah, uh, a whole bunch of data that nobody really cares about. Like, like you were talking briefly. Um, you know, this might be the a record-setting year for cigars imported in the United States, right? Um, but we still have to wait to the, for the year to end before we have finalized numbers. Uh, but that's cool. That's showing that the industry is growing. Yeah, um, it's showing that uh, you know the FDA takes their foot off the industry's neck. Right. Um, the industry can actually grow and we can continue supporting the you know thousands and thousands tens of thousands of families that are involved in it yeah all that fun stuff um but uh but yeah and then we got some cool projects coming up um for next year um like we were talking about earlier the nfg cigar uh only way you can get that is through nfg on march 9th or if if they have some leftovers which they probably won't they won't. Yeah, I don't think they will at all. But if they do, they put them on their website the following yeah. day or week. Or I think our goal this year is to be the first sold out company yeah. to sell out yeah. at I, the event. I think that's achievable. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll have to. Uh, I got an idea. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, other than that, uh, tune in for next week. Um, we'll be leading up into uh, a whole bunch of stuff. And uh, who knows? We might have a guest on too. Yeah. So. All right. Well, well, yeah. Go smoke some cigars. Cheers, buddy. Cheers.